I'm going to be reading from two passages of Scripture. The first coming from Isaiah, and then I'm going to go to Revelations. Now, if you would, please stay with me and hear the words of life. And I want you to grasp what is happening. I'm going to be reading from the Living Bible Version. And uh, starting again at Isaiah chapter 6, verse number 1, the Bible says this. The year King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne and the temple was filled with his glory. Hovering about him were mighty six-winged angels of fire. With two of the wings they covered their faces, with two others they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And in a great antiphonal chorus they sang, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Then in Revelation chapter number 4, uh, verse 7 and 8, the Bible says this, The first of these living beings was in the form of a lion, the second looked like an ox, the third had the face of a man, and the fourth the form of an eagle with wings spread out as though in flight. Each of these living beings had six wings, and the central sections of their wings were covered with eyes. Day after day and night after night, they kept on saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty, the one who was and is and is to come. Today's message is simply entitled, Understanding the Power of the Blood. Understanding the Power of the Blood of the blood. Now, Father, I pray for the anointing of God, the unction of the Holy Spirit. Use me, Lord, to share this, your mind, as we understand the power of the blood of Jesus. Now, cover us, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, amidst all the bad that has been happening and all of the issues that are occurring, there was a spectacular event that occurred last week. On July 30th of 2020, a rocket was launched from Cape Canaveral at the Air Force Station in Florida. And after more than six months traveling nearly 300 million miles, the NASA rover named Perseverance landed this past Thursday, February 18th, on the planet Mars. I took great interest when I heard that and began to study and look at various programs. And the rover project, hear me, when they were assembling it prior to the launch, had to be constructed in what was called a clean room. And there at the laboratories in Pasadena, California, 
they had a place where they put everything together for this particular launch. The place had to be filtered, uh, air coming in, all technicians had to wear various suits, gloves, masks, etc. Temperatures had to be set at a certain uh, degree. But for one of the components that was necessary to be included on the rover, it had to be so pristine that it was constructed in what was called the ultra-clean room. In this particular area, the technicians had to wear double suits, double gloves, double masks. They had to take an air shower before they even entered into the location. Listen, they couldn't wear cologne, perfume, even makeup, because just the dust of the blush could affect the pristine nature of the room. Anything that could cause contamination was not allowed. And then the process they used to clean the particular uh, item was fascinating because they said it was the cleanest item ever created on earth. When I heard this, it immediately brought to my memory how God is so holy that he cannot allow any sin in his presence. God, in his awesomeness, cannot be in the presence of anything that could bring sin or contamination. And, 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 and uh, that's why we read in the scriptures that I wanted to use from an Old Testament and a New Testament perspective that God Almighty constantly has angels waving and saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. That is their only job. That is their only position. Because I believe with the altering of the holy, 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 what they're doing is ensuring that God is in a pristine condition. No sin can even come into his presence. That's why when Lucifer, who was the chief angel that led the angelic host in worship, when he then entered into a place of sin, he had to be banished from heaven. And all those that followed him, they too were banished with him. You see, the awesomeness and the holiness of God cannot allow anything of darkness in his presence. He's light. And because he's light, nothing of darkness could enter in. Please hear me. When Adam was formed on earth, the, the masterpiece of God, the creation of God, man, after everything was prepared for his existence, lived, hear me, in a pristine condition on earth. How do we know this? Because the Bible said, God would just come in the evening of the day 
and walk with Adam. Hallelujah! Through the garden. Can you imagine God Almighty walking with you? You see, in that state, Adam had no sin because God could not be in the presence of sin. So after he was created, listen, and after the breath of God was breathed into his nostrils and, and Adam became a living soul, hallelujah, he was in a uncontaminated condition. Can you think how earth existed with no sin? Oh, the beauty. Oh, the awesomeness of life itself. Listen, there was not even death because there was no sin. <laughs> Woo! I believe, just like their secret service agents that have to protect and guard the president and others of the cabinet as they travel, I believe God had angels that were constantly in his presence, watching over and crying, holy, 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 because they had the charge to ensure that the environment that God was in was pristine and clean. I wish somebody would hear me today. But something happened, and Lucifer, who was banished from heaven introduced sin into the realm of man. And when Adam and Eve both disobeyed God, it was not the eating of the forbidden fruit that caused the sin. The sin was they disobeyed their father. When disobedience occurred and sin now entered into the realm of man, now Adam became contaminated. And because he was contaminated, he no longer could be in the presence of God, his father. I wish somebody would hear me. Sin will do terrible things to you. Sin will cause you to be banished from the presence of God. Sin will cause you to enter into death when you used to have life. And that's what has happened today. We've become so uh, immune to the effects of sin that people don't give any regard to the fact that a life of sin brings banishment from God. We read in the scripture where the Bible even declares that God had to turn his back on man because he could not be in the presence of sin. That's why for me, <laughs> I, it immediately brought back to my memory when I, when I studied the, 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 the program that talked about the ultra clean room and how as humans they could not enter into this place to deal with a piece of equipment because when they sent it into space and for it to fulfill its function it could not be contaminated not even with a fingerprint now if man demands that 
of equipment that they put in space, how much more is God requiring of there to be a life without sin in his presence? Hallelujah! And if they would have had to enter into the room and fall on the particular piece of equipment, the whole mission could have been scrapped. Now God is in a dilemma because he loves man, his creation. He loves man who is his son. But because of sin, there's been a great separation. What can God do? He looked to see if there was something that could pay the price. But, 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 but there was nothing. Angels did not have what qualified. Animals and goats could not do it. They could just give something temporary. Man was in the condition, so he himself could not do it. But God, because of his love for man, and through his son, he, he took himself and wrapped himself in flesh. But even though he wrapped himself in flesh with blood, he himself was not of sin. Oh my, it boggles my mind. It blows my mind. How could this happen? But there's some things we'll never understand. But because of God's love, he said, I'll endure what is necessary to be able to bring man back to his place of relationship with me. You see, his love that he had said the blood must be shed for mankind to once again be in my fellowship. <laughs> and through the ages, down from the time of Adam, each generation was the beginning of what would become the means by which God, hallelujah, would come into the realm of man. As we are trying to build rockets to go to heaven, God took a rocket of a man and came into earth. And there was born by immaculate conception. And here we now find Jesus. Because it only could take the blood of Jesus to bring us back into fellowship. Hear me. That's why, glory to God, we recognize and I want you to understand the power of the blood. We sing the songs, we give the particular phrase, but do we have any concept of how powerful the blood of Jesus was? And not just for Adam, listen, but for all mankind. From the beginning of man to the end of man, there had to be a means by which he can be covered and thus be able to be removed from a place of sin. Oh, it could be summed up in this scripture of Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews is such a beautiful scripture and a passage that talks about God in his priesthood and, and how the Lord was there to, to bring man back into fellowship. But when we find in Hebrews chapter number 9, this sums it up. 
In verse number 11, the Bible says, when Christ came as high priest of the good things that are already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle that is not man-made. That is to say, not a part of this creation. Hallelujah. He did not enter in by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered into the most holy place once, once for all by his own blood, having obtained eternal redemption. Understanding the power of the blood of Jesus that we cannot take for granted that when Jesus died on the cross and his blood was shed one drop of blood when it hit the earth caused such a, an explosion that it eradicated sin and allowed a means of escape that's what I'm talking about because even with every temptation the Lord provides a way of escape what is that way of escape it's through the blood of Jesus hallelujah that has now blessed us who once was lost who once was going to die now can now have the experience of eternal life what's it going to be like just as Adam had that relationship at the very beginning to walk with God hallelujah to talk with God and to be in his presence oh Oh God, I'm looking for the day that our faith that has blessed us, that has carried us through, will enable us to once again have the fellowship of the blood. I wish somebody would give God praise right now and thank him for the blood. It was so powerful, it was so awesome that it caused us to come out of darkness into his marvelous light. The scripture says in verse 13, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. <laughs> you see, things were done to make the appearance as if we were outwardly clean. But you see, the cleansing of the heart takes the blood of Jesus. Ha! Hallelujah! The, the, the blood that was used just could provide a temporary covering, but we needed something to eradicate sin from our life, to walk with God. We now will be covered with the blood. That's why everything we do it here at Bethel, I'm always declaring, God, cover us with the blood. We need the protection. Keep us from sin. Keep us from doing things that are ungodly. Help us because we know, Lord, you're coming soon. And the Bible goes on to say, after talking about the blood of goats and bulls, in verse 14, how much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our conscience from the acts that lead to death so that we may serve a living God. Hallelujah! Oh, you see, for this reason, Christ is the mediator 
of a new covenant. Understanding the power of the blood. <laughs> we were in a seemingly impossible situation. There appeared as if there was no way to escape death because we were contaminated with sin. You see, my wife, who's a nurse, and many others who work in surgery, they even have to go through a rigorous protocol of cleansing just to be able to work on our bodies. As they open up a body in surgery, there's got to be pristine conditions. Just like with NASA and the particular program that they had with the equipment that landed on Mars, the rover Perseverance, it had to be ultra clean. Listen, the same is true. We who trust God and believe his word know we cannot do it of ourselves. <laughs> There's nothing we did that could merit it. We were born in sin. Our, our, our destination was hell. But because of the blood of Jesus, thank God for the blood. That's what I'm saying today. Hear me. The Lord gave us the power of the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the blood. There's power, power, wondrous working power in the blood of the lamb. Jesus served as our lamb. He was the one who was shed on Calvary, the sacrifice that we who were in sin now can be cleansed, not on the outside, but on the inside. When we're baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that's as if so many things, but it's like the washing away of sin. As you come up, you walk in the newness of life. That's why the name of Jesus has to be declared when you're baptized because it's only in the name of Jesus that there's power of the blood. Well, today, friend, I'm grateful, God, for you joining me, and I pray that you've got a little bitty better understanding of the power of the blood. I wanna pray now for you and many who wanna be in that right relationship with God. Call us now, 913-281-2002, or write us, prayer at newbethelkc.org. A lot of great things are getting ready to happen here at New Bethel, and I can't wait to share with you because we're turning the curve. Hallelujah! And I believe God is calling us to rebuild, to restore, and renew. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, that you'll bless that you'll let the anointing and the power of God flow. Let this word resonate in our spirits and help us understand the power of the blood. And Lord God, we know that we can call on that name, call on the power of the blood, that when we're in need, you'll be there for us. Now I bless you, Lord. 
and I pray blessings upon the congregation of New Bethel and all who are listening today. Now have your way, and we bless you always in Jesus' name.